Hey everybody, thanks for joining another episode of the SciCurious podcast. On this week's episode, we have Alexandra joining us to share a story about dreams that she's been having. I won't give away any more, so let's go. Welcome everybody to another episode of the SciCurious podcast. We are so lucky to have Alexandra join us today. We don't know Alexandra's story, but we're super excited to hear it. So I'm just going to turn it over to her and please feel free to share the story, Alexandra, and any questions and we'll just, uh, we'll just have a nice chat. Awesome. So yes, my name is Alexandra. Um, so my experience started about two years ago. I was on a solo trip to Spain and I went to go visit one of these monasteries. And by nature, I'm not a religious person, but I felt very compelled to say a nice prayer for my family, especially the ones that have um, been deceased. That night, a dream that I've never had before, that I've never felt so intense about. I had everyone in my family celebrating at my mother's house, which is where we always gather for family um, events. And everyone that had passed away was there very happy, um, telling me that they were in a good place, that everything's all right. Ever since that night, I have these dreams with my grandfather who's passed away, and I can physically feel him hugging me. I'll wake up the next morning still, like, embracing him. I had a dream a couple weeks ago with my uncle who passed away going on two years, and this one was very profound because, again, it was at my party, but no one was saying hello to him. And I noticed him and I got very excited because I haven't seen him in a long time. And I remember I was screaming, uncle, uncle, it's so nice to see you again. And he looked at me and he was like, you can see me, you can see me. And I'm like, yes, I can wow. see you. And when he grabbed my hand, that's when I remembered that he was deceased. And I remember myself like walking backwards saying, I'm not going crazy. I'm not going crazy. Can anyone else see him? Does anybody else see him? And I still like I fainted in my dream and I woke up and I like my hand was still reaching out like I was still holding his hand. And that one was just left me all day feeling very not anxious. But, like, I felt like he was not in a good place. Like, maybe he was unhappy. Because he did die young. He died from cancer. He has two kids. Um, You know, so I just felt like maybe he was trying to tell me that he's very upset in regards that he's not going to get to see his son get married. Um, But it's just constant dreams that I have like that. My grandmother, I have her always come. And I can feel her embracing me and telling me everything's okay. You know, I come from a Hispanic household, so she's always speaking to me in Spanish, and I understand her, Um, but I'll translate for you guys. She'll always tell me, you know, you're beautiful. Everything's going to be good in your life, and, you know, I'm always here. I'm never going to leave you, and I was there when she passed away, and I remember the day that she passed, I was looking at her, but I could see her looking beyond me. Mm Like, Did she she was going when she was passing? Like, did she, no. okay, just curious if she recognized any of her family Oh, well, behind yeah, you. actually, so about an hour before she passed away, this is how we kind of knew her body was in the 
she was about to leave, she did start shouting out like, Mama, Papa, Mama, Papa, her mother and father. Who passed right. away long, long ago. So she was screaming mm-hmm. towards them. That's kind of how we knew, okay, she's, she's starting to transition. And then right. that was the last thing she really did say. Like I said, when she was taking her final breaths, I could see that she was looking way beyond me. I was at the foot of her bed sure. and I'm looking at her and she just was looking at me, but not looking at me. And the, right. that was far before you went to Spain, right? This was far before I went to Spain, yes. Okay. So a um, couple of things. Um, do you wake up in the night at all, like before or after? Like you say you wake up after the dreams. So are you waking up before at all? No. Okay. And um, do you, have you had, like when you were a kid, do you remember ever feeling like, nightmares were intense or anything like that uh no but I did experience like always feeling spirits and seeing like white figures around in my house I've always said I have like there's a little girl that used to live in my old room because I could see her and I used to be able to hear her sometimes playing when I was sleeping at night and then so how was how did you how did you explain that like to your family what did they say to you about it um, they were like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that sounds familiar. Yeah, I don't know what's yeah. going on. <laughs> maybe you're a little crazy. At, but I, I, right. I've always yeah, told them, like, it, it's my imagination. When you're a kid, everybody's like, oh, it's just your imagination. That I literally was like in a paralysis state. I was mm-hmm. in my room mm-hmm. and I had gotten up and I remember seeing three white figures in my room and I can tell they were people, but I couldn't see their faces. It was just like white shadowy figures. And mm-hmm. I was so shocked by it that I was literally like sitting up halfway in bed, frightened to move because mm-hmm. I couldn't even believe what I was seeing. And I'm like, am I really seeing this? <laughs> like what's going on? Like it took me 20 minutes to get up and run out the room. I didn't even like try to yeah. <laughs> Anything else? I just got so scared. I'm not, I'm not hanging out. <laughs> how old? Yes. How old were you when that happened? Do you remember? Fifteen years old. Fifteen. So then, so obvious. Okay, so you you know the difference between a psychic and a medium. I mean, they're all they go hand in hand. Everybody's a little bit psychic. Everybody's a little bit of a medium, but some people just happen to be born naturally more one than the other. And you clearly are a medium. Um, Mm. And so what happens is when, when we're a medium and we're just not like leaning into it or you still, it's almost like, uh, I always like to equate it to your light is on. Like if you were a cat, like an old school cab before Uber, Um, (laughs) like, so when you're sleeping, your light is on, right? Mm. Because you have this ability to communicate. And so by you going into the church and praying for your family, you kind of set the intention like, hey, it's okay for you guys to come and see me now. So usually the intense, really intense dreams is, uh, to me, that's what I've seen repeatedly with clients when they are not understanding that they are a medium. Um, mm. How do you, so is it that you like the dreams, like, or is it more that? Oh, I, I, I love the dreams, but okay. It's, just, okay. 
It's just I'm not used to that intent. Now, when you normally have a dream, you don't, like, I feel anxious sometimes because I, I can physically feel them. And right. I'm like, right. it's just a strange feeling that I know they're deceased. I know they're not here. These are my dreams, but I can feel them. That kind of right. like gives me a little, gets me a little shook up, you know? <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I could say, so um, this is how, it, what I usually say to people, like, for example, I teach a class, right? And one of the things I, the science of intuition development. And so one of the things that I say that maybe this, you might find some comfort in this is if, you know, your consciousness doesn't lie inside of your physical body as science is now finding um, that it lies in the energy field around your body more more likely in the magnetic field around your heart because your heart is electromagnetic right so when you're in and the you know energy cannot be created or destroyed only transmuted so when the energy of your physical body is no longer functioning your consciousness is still energy but not attached necessarily to the physical body so it's literally just energy that has ascended to a higher vibration right so if you are sensitive to that type of um, energy of past loved ones of past people in general um, you'll be able to physically feel them in your body that's what clairsentience is it's it's clear feeling right so you probably you know do you get chills when something is exciting or anything I do like that you do. Right. So that's, that is what clairsentience is. And just recently, John and I just learned that not everybody does <laughs> get chills when right. we're like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, I thought that was a thing for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is a way of feeling a shift in energy. It's most likely a confirmation that something is good for you. Right. Um, so mm -hmm. you're feeling physically feeling. So there is something to that. Scientifically, you are physically feeling their presence and them there. Right. Right. Exactly. That's there. Yeah. So you're, as you, your question is a good one, Alexandra, when you, when you say, I know they're not there when in reality they are energetically, as Marla just explained, you know, their, their energetic, um, being is is with you at those times and and when you're when you're dreaming what happens and you probably know this you may know this is dreaming is the perfect time to be able to connect because our our brain waves change that's a lot of times when people are seeing past loved ones or and they don't actually they're not like marlo or myself or you i mean you you have the ability to do so they're not actively trying to do so when they're awake but your your brain waves change to a point where you're auto, you're basically raising your vibration without even knowing it. You go into an alpha state rather than this this state that we sort of walk around in, where your you know really your ego and your mind are. Oh, I'm thinking about work. I'm thinking about stress. I'm thinking about the kids and whatever it might be. So you don't you don't have that that the brain waves aren't at that place when you sleep you're sort of shutting off all of the, that other noise so that all of a sudden, like Marla said, that light goes on. And then our loved ones that have passed are like, Oh, cool. She's ready. Okay. Hey, let's go say hello. 
<laughs> you know, because that, and then it, it's, it's beautiful that you have the ability also to have such clarity around those dreams too, because sometimes people say, I think, yeah, maybe, maybe it was something. I think, I think my grandmother or grandfather, yeah, but you have such clarity, which is, which is very, which is great as well. Yeah. I mean, well, that, that clears up a lot. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. That's helpful. Well, I do want to, okay. So the next step here is uh, I just want to be, I w the only reason I'm saying this is because I wish someone had said this to me. Um, <laughs> I was at some point, so I would have dreams like that um, when I was a kid, what you're describing and the paralysis of like seeing things with your physical eyes when I was a kid. And then, you know, as you get to be an adult and then your life, whatever, you kind of explain a lot of things away, which you mm -hmm. probably are doing right now. <laughs> um, because if they're coming in that strong for you in your sleep, they, they're just going to be, you probably are noticing things like maybe you'll get a phantom smell or, you know, like a weird breeze or I don't know, seeing, you know, electronics might go on and off at weird times or just not working. You know what is a big one is mm -hmm. alarms. Like you don't set an alarm and then all of a sudden at four in the morning, something will ring, you know. Um, <clears throat> but that's not what I want. So what I wanted to tell you is what starts to happen is you might get people that you don't know coming in and you were describing. Mm -hmm. So this new one with your uncle and you said, when he said, you can see me and you were saying, I'm not crazy. Um, and you got the sense that he wasn't, happy or so with his passing or where he is or something to that nature correct correct okay so now that is different from the other dreams that you've had that one is different because this to me is like a, a natural progression so now he's coming to you because he has a message or he's asking you a question or maybe you know looking for help so a lot of spirits now that you know you've opened that a lot of them Mm -hmm. people you don't know are going to start doing that <laughs> and that's that's when the day for me that's when everything changed I was like why well, I have to learn how to do this because I would get upset because I just wanted to help I'm like I don't know who you are you know yeah <laughs> I don't know I, I can't I don't know I don't is this this time period is it the 18 I don't know you know yeah so <clears throat> what did you think so I have so what did you think about the situation with your uncle like what you were because in the dream it sounds like you were worried about feeling uh, or appearing crazy. Is that something you worried about in your waking life in regards to this? Um, I do. I do worry that sometimes people think I'm crazy. I mean, I do suffer from bipolar disorder, so mm -hmm. my moods where I'm very up and I'm very, and sometimes I feel like if I tell people in my dream, they're like, "Oh, you're just." going through the motions in your life right now um but I did kind of correlate at that time that when I had that dream I kind of been going on like a downslope. like I've been a lot more depressed I've been like actually feeling like I'm crazy so I don't know if that was him kind of giving me a sign of like hey you're about to go down um don't worry, you're not crazy, you know, just trying to let me know that I'm actually not like that. <laughs> but that's just how right, it felt. Right. <laughs> right. I think um, being sensitive to energies can sometimes 
uh, if you don't have answers, because there, there isn't a lot of information right mm -hmm. out there, it can make you feel isolated, lonely, depressed a little bit. Cause you're like, is this what's happening? You know? Um, yeah. So, but I, I can tell you though, unequivocally, the dreaming is, is absolutely normal when you are a medium. That's not mm -hmm. something that, unless you, I mean, I can't say I'm not, but unless you think it's part of um, something that you're worried about, but from what it seems like to me as a person who is a medium, it feels very comforting. Like it feels very real and comforting. Mm -hmm. But as right, far as, it, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, and it's, as I was describing, Alexandra, it's, it's almost, when you're dreaming, it's all, it, it's almost like your brain is shutting off that, it, well, it isn't almost, your brain is shutting off again, that ego side, the left, is it left brain, the thinking side, whatever, left brain side where, you know, you start to question things or again, analyze the analytical side. That's what gets in the way of all this stuff for anyone that tries to do it. So when you're in that dream state, again, your brain waves have changed so that it's almost like you, you couldn't think it away. <laughs> you can't, yeah. you can't be in a it's not like, hey, I made this up. And it, I mean, obviously, some of our dreams, well, I mean, we could go into dreams all day long, but um, so, you know, some of our dreams are crazy. It's like that didn't happen. But at the same time, it's very hard when you have individuals from your, you know, from your past, people that you love once, things like that, that show up. It's like that, that is, that is a definite sign. That's a definite, that's a definite quote unquote reality of, of what's happening because, yeah, it's sort of, yeah, again, that shutting off that ego side of the brain where you're sort of, ah, oh, let me think this away. Let me, let me talk myself out of it. It's no, this is someone coming through and, and communicating with you. Yeah. And I've actually noticed that, um, like speaking with the dreams, when I have normal, regular, crazy dreams, I'm, you know, walking on the roof of a high top or something like that. I can translate those that those are just dreams, but then those other ones, I feel like this is real life. Like this is actually happening. Right. I can, I, I feel my clothing. I can feel their clothing. I can sense, I, I feel warm, you know, like I ha all my senses are working in those dreams as opposed to That's when I just something... normally. Yeah. Right. That's, That's... actually something that um, is a sign. That's a huge sign of people who are, you know, mediums, what you, they know the difference and you can tell the difference when it's actually someone there, you know, like real life. Like it, it is, you do wake up the first time, like it's what is this, you know? Yeah. Um, but you knowing the difference is you're already like so much ahead of the game, you know, what do you, can I ask you, what do you do? Do you do anything um, as far as, spirituality wise um in regards to this ever since it started or were you interested in it before um I've always I'm currently not doing anything um you know I've looked it up done my research like what does this mean why are these dreams so profound um you know I'm interested in trying to figure it out more and speaking with you guys you know I want to explore this avenue a lot more now um, because 
before I was kind of like, I don't know what's going on. I know they're coming to me in my dreams, but why is this happening to me? Why is it not happening to anyone else? So, like, spiritually, right. I, I'm going to start. So have you tried meditation? No. Okay. So, the fact that you can get to these very real, like, convers- do these things in your dreams um, tells me that you are most likely a really great meditator. Some people uh, really struggle with it, and some people do not. And me being one of those people, he struggles, is what he's saying. It's a. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm getting there. <laughs> but. I mean, I'm I'm wildly ADHD, and I don't think sitting still has ever. It's just like not an option for me. Mm-hmm. So the fact that meditating is something that I actually enjoy now, pretty much, I, I I'm of the camp that if your if your brain is wired a certain way, and sometimes people who have neurodivergent brains actually take really well to mm-hmm. it. So I'm just going to suggest that, but um. What you can do is, as you build your meditation practice, is set the intention that that's the time that you can communicate with your family, right? It, more than just your dreams. So you're in, and then see if you can begin to use it in, in that way. And then um, before you go to bed at night and when you wake up in the morning and before you meditate, I always make sure, so what you you want to picture that a white light is surrounding you, like a happy white light is surrounding you. Right. Um, and taking a huge deep breath. Like you can do it. You breathe in for three, hold it for three, let it go for three full seconds. And then you picture yourself surrounded in a white light. And that begins and signals your body that, okay, now it is time, you know, we're going to go into this meditative state and this is, you know, it's a beautiful feeling and you're the kind of person you're already reaching these higher vibrations in your dreams that um, meditation might really work for you. You might find in time that you'll be able to just, you know, have conversations with people who have passed. Mm-hmm. I will definitely try that. Or yeah, um, we can... even that, just like doing some, how are you with, everyday mindfulness like being present I, I'm pretty present every day I'm pretty well good then with great it. then you're, you're you're an ideal candidate for, <laughs> for yeah like this is like I, the easiest funk, this is the easiest podcast we've ever done <laughs> yeah, I get, wow I guess I get the feeling that that Alexander you'd be yeah the, and I know when people sometimes say meditation it, it can be like oh, I don't you know, I'm not, it's hard for me to sit, like Marla described, ah, it's hard for me to sit still, I'm not saying this is you, but, mm-hmm. or, you know, I, I don't get it or whatever, but I think that based on what you're, what you've said and the dreams you're having and the mindfulness piece that you just talked about, yeah, it could be, it could be pretty powerful um, from a perspective of, I don't think it would be very hard to, to connect and lock into, you know, that meditative state and being able to communicate with with you know past loved ones or you know take it as far as you want there's a lot of different things that you can do from that from that point why can i do you mind if i clarify something um just uh i wanted to ask a question again about your uncle that dream Mm -hmm. when you said you felt like it was he was trying to tell you that you weren't 
Can you, I'm so sorry. Can you repeat that? I felt like he was trying to let me know that, um, cause like I said prior, I was already kind of feeling like in a right. depressed low mode and mm-hmm. I think it was just him more trying to tell me, you know, that I'm not crazy. Like, I know there were certain messages, one that at the moment he's not very happy where he's at. And then that whole, I, I, am I crazy? Am I just clarifying that, you know, I don't feel I'm not crazy with feeling, seeing, being able to see him, you know? And because right. sometimes when I have those dreams, I do get sad because mm-hmm. I'm, Sure. Family members and I miss them. And then the fact that, you know, I can feel you in my dreams. But then when I wake up, I go back to reality that you're not here. I'm not going to see you in person again. It just kind of always gets me a little depressed afterwards. Have you tried? Okay, two things. Have you tried talking to any family member that you miss during the day? And you don't have to you can be alone, you know, you don't have to, you know, just go to the grocery store and just start talking to your grandmother. But I mean, you don't even have to say it out loud, but just asking for, you know, some sort of communication or sign to let them know, or so they can let you know that they are with you, not just when you're sleeping. Yeah. Um, I do have to go visit them at the cemetery and uh, I'll sit there, have a little conversation and be like, you know, and I've noticed that's when I do get those dreams. It's okay. right after I go oh, yeah. and I visit them. And I'm like, you know, I just want to make sure. I hope you guys are okay where you're at, you know. Just to, that's my comfort place when I'm feeling down, especially sad about them and everything. I'll go to the cemetery and I'll have my little conversation with them. Sure. That's a, I love that. It's beautiful. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Would you also, so, and one of the things that I'm trying to pinpoint is how you picked up on the information that you think you said two things, you know, you said your uncle telling you, you're not crazy. And then the um, way that you said, I don't think he's happy where he's at. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Can you, do you, I'm trying to fit, have yeah. you flesh out how you're picking up on information. Well, I could tell he wasn't happy because he looked very somber like he looked deceased, you know, when somebody's passed. Like he wasn't all the way through the light is what you're saying. Like he's still in in the vibration of this earth, basically. Yeah. Like I could tell he just, he looked deceased. You know, once your body starts to um, deteriorate, once you pass, um, his like face was very sunken in. He Mm -hmm. just looked old and he just didn't look happy. My uncle was a very always happy-go-lucky guy, always had a smile on his face. And even, like, his clothing was very dull. Like, Mm -hmm. he just didn't have um, that light around him that I had seen him when I had that first dream I told you after I went to the church in Spain. In that dream, he was there. He was very happy. He had, like, this light around him. And this dream, he just looked very different. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that I pick up with that is when he was saying, you can see me, you can, you know, like basically surprise. Mm -hmm. Uh, and do you, I, I could be wrong. I get the sense that he does try to get, um, his kids attention, Mm -hmm. um, and they can't see him or they're just not picking up on that vibration. 
And um, I think maybe if you yeah. had a conversation with him that if he went into the light, um, it would be easier for them to pick up on it because where he's at right now would probably be pretty scary if it was, yeah. if I, you know? So mm -hmm. it would be a much easier to connect if he actually went into the light. And I think that him, he, he has this sense of responsibility for taking care of his family. Is that correct? Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. So I think that that's what he's trying to still do, but it's not his job. And he, he like, he has a new job now to take care of yeah. them from the spiritual side. Right. So maybe it, I'd love to know if you go into a, to a sleep and you set the intention to like, see if you can communicate with him and do that. I would love to know the outcome. Like what you, what happens or if you had, a, you know, if he's, if you explained it that way, what would happen? Yeah. Did they, can I, can I ask you a quick question about um, your, your uncle and the kid? Did they, where, where are they with all this? Did they try, do they try to communicate with him? Are they, where, where do they stand with, with all this type of stuff? Um, they don't try to communicate. I think, I think they're trying mm -hmm. to um, kind of move forward in their life. Because it was very, you know, he had cancer. Um, right. It was really hard for them to see that. And I think they're trying to just live their lives now. As opposed right. to, you know, just trying to, I don't see them connecting. Like, I've asked them, hey, how are you guys holding up? Oh, we're fine. We're fine. Yeah. I don't think they've accepted it either yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I, I think, and one of the reasons I asked that question is, because what what I'm getting is that he he would like you to pass messages along to them if they're not at a place to receive those messages individually. Yeah, How and that you, that yeah. and, and I'm not I'm not putting that <laughs> I'm not putting that burden <laughs> on you, Alexander, by any stretch. But that that's the that's the sense, and Mara Mara can can tell us as well. But that's that that's the sense that I'm getting is oh wow okay. Hey, I got your attention. I, you're, I came to you in this dream, and obviously the feeling about the kids and you, you knowing them, and it, um, very you're close with them, and that I think that would also give him a considerable amount of peace as well for them to know. Hey, he would be all right. He would be fine. He wouldn't. You know, he'd probably go to the light if if they, if they knew. Hey, he he's worried that they're worried they're yeah. you know well, they're bad yeah. which is so this, go ahead so, so this brings up another point though t really quick is that yeah how does your family feel about that though so that's that is actually a huge <laughs> mm -hmm. problem i think this is why we're having this podcast in general is just to change the conversation regarding these types of experiences because it doesn't regardless of your bipolar i'm not saying that that's not a a very uh, big deal. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is anybody with mental illness is still allowed to be a medium and have spiritual experiences. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't, yeah. One doesn't mean the other. So why uh, I'm wondering, um, because a lot of people who, you know, do you, th so my, my best friend growing up uh, was my uncle, right. From when I was a kid and um, like a little, little kid. And he's, schizophrenic or he was schizophrenic and I knew there's not a shot in hell I could ever tell anybody that I could see other people right because mm -hmm. 
of what went along with that in our family particularly. So that's why I'm asking, could you, are they open to things like that? Could, is that something you could do? Yeah, I could do that. I, I think they would be open to, and I think it'd be nice for them to hear it. Um, I was kind of a little nervous approaching last time I saw my cousins. I didn't want to bring it up to them because I know it's still like a little bit of a sensitive topic. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, we really haven't discussed him since he passed sure. away. Because it's like I said, I feel like they're just trying to move forward. They yeah, didn't really, yeah. um, they haven't accepted the grieving process yet, which is what I kind of think he was trying to tell me too, was like, they, they need to grieve a little bit. Um, instead, they just kind of, you know, they're just not thinking about him anymore. Like it happened, right. it's in the past, and it is what it is. You know? Right. Sure. Well, yeah. But it's part of grief too, is to move forward like that. Uh, the other thing is too, um, I just, so you know, a lot of times when people are mediums, what happens is their loved ones will come through first as a way of gently leading them into this. Hey, you know, you could, you can see us or feel us, hear us. Like it's a very gentle way of experiencing that gift instead of just one day, all of a sudden, you know, you're terrified like you were when you're 15. Like they're trying to avoid that Yeah. now, you know, because it is something that you, you, it's a beautiful um, thing to experience. I'm actually happy for you. What a great thing to, to do, to be able to have experiences with your family that's in a different, you know, vibration. Like, yeah. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel most when I have those dreams with them. I like, I feel, it, like you said, it's a beautiful thing. I feel happy. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm sad, but I'm happy that I got the opportunity that they came to me and I got to see them. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. wasn't understanding of why I'm the one <laughs> that everybody well, it's because to. you, well, you most likely, I mean, to be honest, what you told us about your childhood, you were, you were born that way. So some people will develop it. Everybody has the ability, right? But some people will never develop it because they just don't even want to or think about it. And some people were born with it on a higher level. Like our vibration is just maybe a little bit, you know, higher or different mm -hmm. um, than other people. And we are able to hit a frequency and be able to see these things here, feel whatever, um, you know, just in a, in a more profound way from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so some people will work over time to develop it and then see slowly increments. And then some people it's just like one day you're sitting on your bed when you're 15 and you see three shadow figures in your room, <laughs> you know? So yeah. it, this is something you were born with. That's why you were, so that's why you were, you are the one, right? Yeah. Which is amazing. I mean, it's amazing. Like that, I hear from a lot of people on a daily basis who want these experiences and you naturally, um, just have them. You are a medium. That's what a medium is. So that's, that's really cool. That's awesome. So you said yeah. you had a podcast though, right too? Yeah, I have a podcast. It's called, uh, what the fuck was I thinking? It's about Love dating it. in the new age and all the craziness <laughs> that we have to deal with. Dating and relationship. Oh yeah. My phone, my, my connection. That's great. Um, well, I 
I can't wait to listen to your podcast because I love the title so much. <laughs> Thank you. You sound like <laughs> our people. <laughs> Do yeah. you have any other questions or anything? Um, no, you guys clarified everything for me and I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time and having me on as a guest. Um, this was amazing. I appreciate you trusting us to, to yeah, provide any clarity. If you have any other questions, like please reach out. Let us know. Oh, I will you be. Know? I will be because now I, I, I want to explore this avenue. Because um, like I said, I was always curious. I'm like, am I medium or like what's going on here? But now that I know, I want to find out more and how to get more in tuned with it. I'll tell you something. If you, I'm going to let John speak on this, but I'm going to just quickly say this about myself. The first time, so remember, I've always seen, hear, felt, whatever new things, but just tried to pretend I didn't. And then the first time somebody's like, oh, you're a medium. I was like, the fuck are you talking about? Absolutely <laughs> not. I mean, I was like, no, this is bullshit. You know, I was like, no way, no way, no way. And then over time, it just was like, I didn't have a choice anymore. Um mm -hmm. So I know that when you have somebody that says it to you the first time, it can be a little bit weird, but John could probably tell you, I mean, think about it. Like I was working in fashion. I was, <laughs> I was going to fashion show, you know, and John was in the corporate world. So imagine right. wow, how that felt to hear it for the first time. I mean, you can speak to it, T. I, I don't know how you felt. But. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't, I'm, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not as, as, as uh, lucky, I guess is the word or whatever word you choose as both of you in that I, I didn't have these types of experiences when I was younger. I certainly have started to develop, you know, develop my different gifts through the, through Marla's help. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's definitely something that, um, that, it's a work in progress, but it's, it's a beautiful process too, because there's a lot more that goes into it from a perspective of, you know, overall, you know, health and wellness and being present and mindfulness and things like that. And I think another piece to it too, Alexandra, is you talk about some of the depression or sadness that comes along with, you know, seeing your past loved ones and then they're gone. Of course, that's completely understandable. And something we always hear, but having the ability to communicate with them more openly and freely and just not through dreams is something that I think could be extremely fulfilling and enriching too. And, and that's, and this is a pitch for our business by any means. It, what we try to do is work. We try to help people in, in this journey, no matter where they are, what they're doing, how they're doing it. If it's intuition development, which plays into this obviously very intimately, but it, it's, it's, trying to build the community and raise the overall vibration. So the people know that they have, you know, have a community. And if you have questions, Oh my God, this happened or that you, there's nothing you can throw our way. That's going <laughs> to make us think you're crazy or, or oh blow our mind. We've heard it all. I mean, yeah. you, you're I've a final. Seen it. We've house. seen it all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so we're, the point in saying that is we're here for you and uh, we're here to support and we, we, we can't wait to help you on this journey, you know, in any way that we can, however, however you want to be a part of it. And, uh, and we'll also, yeah, yeah and I'll, we'll send you some info on the, that meditation piece that Marlo was talking about. So you can just have those that I like to have something at my fingertips when I'm meditating to sort of remember the process. Cause I get, and my brain doesn't function at full speed when I meditate in the morning all the time. So I'm like, okay, I do these different steps. 
And it's it, that process is, I mean, I'll, I'll meditate for 10 or 15 minutes, you know, and do some mm-hmm. other stuff, but it's not, it's not like you're going, you know, you have to go live in the Himalayas, uh, you know, for months in order to be, and it sounds like you, I, I'm excited for you to try it because I think you're going to come back and be like, Holy shit, you guys, this is like, yeah. you're not going to believe what happened. And then I'll be jealous. Right. <laughs> but he will though. He's always like, what? I'm working so hard at this. Anyway, yeah. but no, I, John, you are, you said you didn't have experiences when you were a kid and, and I'll tell you, he, you don't he doesn't give himself credit I'll never we were like some random time I think it was last year we had gone out to dinner and the server had come over and I was about to I try not to say things to people like if I'm in public and I can see that they have a loved one with them you know because you don't Mm -hmm. know if people are open and it it feels unethical to me to just be like hey you didn't ask for this information but here you go yeah Um, (laughs) so uh, the server walks away and John goes, do you have something you want to tell her about her grandmother? And I, I, my jaw was like, what? How do you know that? Like, I was like, oh my God. So he is a medium. He just doesn't, he doesn't remember all the times that he just randomly come out with something like that. I was also, I was also sedating myself with drugs and alcohol to probably suppress some of the energetic things that were coming. My yeah, life. probably. That's probably why you were sedating with drugs and alcohol because you were terrified. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. Yeah, it's a good point. But anyway. they, they, yeah, this is fantastic, Alex, Sandra. We really appreciate you, you coming on. And yeah, we'll point people in the direction. I'll put it in in the notes of the podcast. What the fuck was I thinking? Your podcast, and yeah, uh, yeah we're excited to point people that direction and and staying in touch as well. Thank you. I appreciate nice. you guys. I appreciate your time, and you definitely got to give yourself more credit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, we love that. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for trusting us. Um, I actually, I know we're going to talk again. I feel I know we will. So yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about I it. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, yeah, absolutely. You. Thanks, Alexander. Thank okay. you. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining another episode of the Psy Curious podcast. We are always looking for new guests that can share their stories. If you have a story that you would love to share with us, please reach out to me. You can reach me at john at intuitivewellnessinstitute.com. Again, john, J-O-N at intuitivewellnessinstitute.com. Thanks again for all of your support.